world of warcraft community is the best community ever it is so good you're on how much it's helped solidify friendships you know like the third faction is the important is truly the most important because we all have a say in it hello everybody welcome to the third faction this uh we we have a special guest he said he is the uh host of countdown to classic countdown to crusade and the center files one and only josh corbett is with us i'm super excited i'm kind of geeking out i'm trying to kind of hold my hold my uh geekdom down a little bit but it's very exciting for me and we're going to take a minute to get to know him so how are you doing today josh I'm doing good, man, and, and please let me say, like, it's the pleasure is all mine, and and I really mean that. I, I don't just sort of say it just for the sake of say uh, saying it. You know, it's one of those things where, you know, I'm uh, at a position where it's really touching to have people reach out and say, you know, hey, man, do you want to come and guest on my podcast? And you know, I spent so long begging people to come on my show. You know, I absolutely appreciate the grind. I love and respect podcasters, and always will. And, you know, I've, I've never said no to a podcast request and it really does warm my heart that people would, for some reason, want to talk to me on their show. And, and here I am. And, and uh, it's great to be here, man. Awesome. That's terrific. Yeah, you're one of the good ones. It's like, you know, just from Twitter, it feels like I got to know you and your lovely lady and your pooches and, all your animals, <laughs> yeah. you know, just how that stuff goes. It seems like, and I listen to your shows. Mm-hmm. It's just been one of the highlights. It's part of the reason I even talked to Demi about getting into podcasting is because I enjoyed yours so much. Oh, that's great to hear, man. That's that's really nice to hear. It's um every now and again I, I have heard from people that listening to Countdown has kind of stoked the flames, if you will, in, in their bellies about getting into podcasting. And I'm I've always been there to to give people advice and you know, I it's one of those things that I really think there's such value to throwing yourself into something like a podcast and getting creative. And, you know, it's in the age of this age of the internet, when there's so many DIY opportunities out there, like YouTube, like podcasting, it just opens the doors up to everyone around the world who, and I know I'm particularly one of these people, like I wanted to get involved in the radio industry and and I actually took like mild uh, you know, investigations into into what that would require, and I got sure. I got told just you know how many years of um, you know grinding away at the bottom of the ladder it would take, and I was like thirty at I, like I was I was thirty at the time and looking for a new career change, and I just went, ain't nobody got time for you know I know that's the way it's supposed to be, but I don't have <laughs> seven or eight years to waste as a as shit kicker. At, at a radio station before I get behind a microphone, like I'd, I'd not that I want to start day one, but you know, it, I don't have that kind of time. And podcasting just lets you do your own thing straight away, and you can build your own audience and do what you want to do. And I just think it's an amazing medium, and it, it's changed my life for sure. And it's you can tell you put in the dedication and hard work. It's a, it's a well produced and and your cast of characters that you have on quite often are are quite the hoot. <laughs> It's you guys have a good report. I'm I'm very lucky. I love my guests. I, I'm you know always blown away that they keep coming back for more. But yeah, it's it's got you've got to be having fun at the end of the day. And if you're not having fun, then you know why bother? So I, I'm having a blast. Awesome. 
So if if we're going to get into getting to know you a little bit, what team would you consider yourself as far as uh, as as the World of Warcraft? Are you a blue team, red team, or purple? Uh, I'm I'm it's complicated team. So I yeah <laughs> I um if that might be purple, but um I am playing Horde all through Classic. I've pretty much played nothing but Horde because I didn't play Horde at all in vanilla. Uh, I was an Alliance guy, and so now I really have spent almost equal time on on both sides and the reason i say it's complicated is i I love my friends on horde the horde has been very good to me i've had a whale of a time in classic but i would be lying if i didn't say there's a small part of me that does miss the alliance and sort of itches to get back to the streets of stormwind cool cool how did you start playing this wonderful game i um i just picked it up very randomly one day in um a store so like i was in uh you know our equivalent of a GameStop, and it was 2006 like you know sort of um june july 2006 maybe august and uh right around the time that aq had just been released um i hadn't really heard much about world of warcraft for some bizarre reason i'd been living under a rock when it when it comes to mmos i'd played final fantasy 11 but i hadn't touched anything else and um okay. i'm more than aware of the warcraft universe i played warcraft 3 like albeit very briefly but i did play it um i enjoyed it and i the it, the funny thing is it was on sale and I don't know if I would have picked it up if it hadn't been on sale, as weird as that sounds. You know, I was sitting there on the shelf and it had that amazing cover and um, it said like on sale, half price off. And I was like, uh, all right, screw it. Why not? I'll give it a go. <laughs> and I'll never forget sitting there installing it on day one and and spawning into to Teldrassil as a night elf rogue and just being blown away straight away and, and falling in love with it. So that also is what got you hooked that first day loading in? Oh, I was hooked from the start. Absolutely. Um, now, it, it, it's funny because we talk about what do I kind of mean by hooked because I did quit the game for quite a while. I um, played up until Cataclysm and then I walked away for years and years and years. I didn't play private servers or anything like that. I hadn't even heard of private servers until, um, you know, Classic was announced really. And... Um, I just always had it in the back of my mind. Like, God, I miss those days when I was playing World of Warcraft. That was really fun. I tried a few other MMOs after Cataclysm. Like, I was there trying out things like Aeon, um, Warhammer Online, you know, all the regulars that everyone's played. But for whatever, whatever reason, they just weren't sticking. So at that stage, I wasn't in love with MMOs. Maybe I didn't even like MMOs. I just liked World of War- World of Warcraft. And yeah. now it's funny because I have flipped. Now that the switch for MMOs is 100% on for me, I can absolutely fall in love with games outside of World of Warcraft that are MMORPGs. I play the hell out of Final Fantasy 14. I love it, and I'm dying for the next big MMO to come and sweep me off my feet. But you know, you never forget your first that you maybe you fell in love with, even though it wasn't my first technically. And I, I'm just, I love WoW and, and classic is just my jam. Sure. Yeah, I can. Yeah, that's, I've had more fun in classic than I have in all the years since I think Wrath, because Cataclysm kind of like the uh, dwarf zone, Twilight Highlands and whatever, but 
the rest of the cataclysm irritated me and they wrecked holy paladin healing right in my opinion hmm. you know when they changed i just never got the hang of it which is probably more of a me thing i'm not a very good player but i sure do love it <laughs> no i'm with you man i'm i'm not the most skilled player out there either but you know the best part about gaming and you know wow is you don't have to be the best out there to enjoy it you know this isn't – I joke a lot about on the show about, you know, sort of people sometimes wanting the participation medal and maybe developers having their priorities slightly askew at times in terms of how we reward players that aren't necessarily the best. But taking rewards out of the picture, like there's still so many ways to, ways to have fun with this game, whether or not you are, you know, quote-unquote good or bad, if you know what I mean. And I just sure. – I, I really do think of myself skill-wise as the perfectly average player. If you had a bell curve, I am right there smack bang in the middle in my mind. Um, so I, I just think the fun is what you make of it. You, you make your own fun. Absolutely. That's really well said because I, I think of myself more that way too. Like straight across the middle, I'm, I'm not horrible, but I'm not great. I put in the time and energy for the things I want to do in the game. And there is no shortage of things to do in this game. Absolutely. And then that's the beauty of it is that even if people want to sit there and say things like, Oh, you know, you say that, but wow, classic kind of is limited uh, content wise. There's not that much to do, but like, even if there isn't that much to do when you do draw the equivalency between this and modern MMOs, there's still limitless opportunities with, you know, creating your own content, you know, go and raid a major city, go and be a PVP pest on a lonely road somewhere, go and do, go and farm something. So you've got a thousand of them and you own a particular market, you make your own content and it is endless. Absolutely. Yeah. I've been playing with the hardcore, hardcore duo challenge. Uh, one of cargos and I think Elenia was involved. Yep. Kind of brain trust and, and, me and uh, Lystra have been doing not very good job of it, but it's been such a good time just to have that. You know, you die, you delete. It just adds so much yeah. to the game and the flavor of what you're trying to do. And I, a- I, I, I'm more, uh, completely aware of the hardcore community. I think it's such a great community that's been built up there. I'm, I'm still in shock at how massive it became. Um, I gave it a try, but then I, st- I stopped before I died. I-, I went to like level six, you know, it's like half an hour worth of gameplay, if that. And I stopped <laughs> and I never went back. And the reason being, well, technically I never died, so I'm still alive in the hardcore challenge. But um, I just realized that I'm, I know I'm going to die around level 11 or level 12 or something, and I'm not going to have what it takes to just delete that character. Like I, it, the thought of it just... It makes my stomach flip. You know what I mean? Like I just couldn't walk sure. away from something that you've invested time in. So maybe I could wrap my head around the concept eventually, but it's something that just I respect everyone that does it, but I couldn't do it personally. Gotcha. <laughs> so what uh, what would you like or what would you say is your favorite thing to do in the game? Is it like PvP, questing, dungeons, raids? What, what What's your favorite thing to do, Josh? I'm, I'm the weirdo that loves leveling. Um, 
and leveling in a variety of different ways, whether it's doing all the quests, whether it's just spamming dungeons, whether it's just spamming mobs out in the open world, whatever it might be. I love that process. And, and I know it's so unpopular, particularly at the moment, if you go along and read online forums right now, this revolution that has occurred against the leveling experience. It's so odd to me because this is what we held up as the selling point for this game. Oh, that leveling experience, that journey from 1 to 60, that epic gamer medal that you get because I leveled a character to max level in World of Warcraft vanilla. Um, it still does that for me. It still has that sense of cachet to it. Um, and even though I, people go, well, how could you keep doing it after you've done it once? It's so boring. It's so repetitive. I, I don't know. I just enjoy it. Um and like I say, you, you mix it up. You don't necessarily do the same questing route. You might level a different way. Um, and, and I just have always enjoyed that. I'm not like, I, I'm, I'm growing to love PvP, even though I haven't historically been the world's biggest PvP player. Um, I definitely find that, yes, when I do it, I really like it. But also when I do it, I turn into quite a prick. Um, you know, I definitely feel that, you know, like Jekyll and Hyde feeling come over me where the toxic WoW player will slowly, you know, kick me out of the, the gaming chair and be like, it's my turn to drive. And not that I do anything horrible, but like I definitely get angrier and, and you know, more like a bit of a spoiled child when I PvP in WoW Classic. Um, but oh, I, but <laughs> in small doses, in relatively small doses, it's fantastic. And, and I'm sure I'll learn to grow up and take it in larger doses without turning into a dickhead as well. But um, yeah, raiding is also, I didn't raid all through vanilla, um, which is a, an odd thing when so many people did. Um, but I've more than made up for it, I think, in my mind through Classic. I, I weirdly didn't raid for the first year and a bit of Classic. I had a guild and everything. I rarely turned up to raids because I was so focused on enjoying the leveling experience. And just in the last six months, I have been spamming the hell out of the pug scene. And uh, I'm all over everything but knacks, basically. And I'm doing it on a regular basis, and I love it. Oh, very cool. Yeah, I didn't uh, level enough in, in time, I should say, in vanilla. Um, so I didn't get to see any of that. But I think I'm going to keep one tune and put them on the forever uh, classic era server so I can enjoy some of that in whatever off time we may have from TBC or retail. Mm. <laughs> like there's this game takes up so much time, it's hard to split. Oh, it is really you know? hard. And like, I appreciate <clears throat> the people that. Um, you know, with an older crowd now, for the most part, in seeming to enjoy classic, I appreciate that people do call out that, oh, you know, it's really tough to get into this game or play this game the way I want to play it when I do have so many real world obligations at the, the age that I'm at. And it has somewhat made more casuals uh, of us in terms of, you know, if you just draw a line in the sand, if it's you know, time spent playing the game per week that people deem makes you a casual or a hardcore player. Some people might not see it that way, but I, I really truly think that there's a, a lot of the player base that just can't get, you know, 20 hours into this game a week or 25 hours or whatever it is. Like I'm playing 25 hours a week and it feels like so much. And I know a lot of my friends can't even get near to that figure. Yeah, it's, it's difficult. We Saturdays I, I stream with the Lions Pride Tavern folks and 
some of those will go six or eight hours. And then Wednesday night, uh, Lister and I do the, the hardcore duo challenge. And that usually goes like two, maybe three. And other than that, I might have another five hours. You know, I'm, I'm not even, I'm probably closer to 15 hours a week. And, yeah. and it's, it just feels like it's not enough, but, yeah. but it's still, I'm really enjoying it. The camaraderie, the guild we're building on the classic side is grown leaps and bounds. So it's pretty fun. It's pretty exciting. That's awesome. People getting real excited for TBC, baby. Yeah. I mean, it's just around the corner. We're all like waiting with bated breath. We can't wait. Yep, exactly. So then would you have a dark portal story or, or something in the game, like the wrath gate or something that really just kind of made you go, what? I don't know if it's one particular moment, but but definitely with TBC in general, like like I said, I, I started playing WoW about six months before TBC's release. So TBC really was the expansion for me where my passion sort of hit maximum overdrive. Um, but in saying that, again, didn't raid, didn't PvP. So people be like, you know, and I only played one character. So people are like, if you're only playing one character and you didn't PvP and you didn't raid, then what the hell did you do and how did you have fun? <laughs> I can't remember, but all I remember is I was having fun. I probably took a million years to get to 70. I probably worked on, I, I know I worked on my professions a lot. Um, I was a leather worker and a skinner and I just, for whatever reason, put a lot of time into leather working and enjoyed that. I put a ridiculous amount of time into the auction house which is actually kind of how i played the game back in the day like and i've got friends now who play mmos this way they don't really give a crap about the content they're just there to be the goblins and they just want to make all the money and own a server's economy and when they feel that they've done that they'll leave the game because they're like jobs done i accomplished the what i wanted to accomplish that's kind of how i was back in the day i spent half my time sitting in Stormwind on the auction house just trying to win in the money stakes. And that's, again, a testament to this game in that I was having fun. Like, there's so many different things you can do, and that was the content that I was making for myself, this weird little, like, internal Wall Street in Stormwind that I was determined to be Gordon uh, Gordon Gecko, And um, it was just so great. But, yeah, I can't think of that one moment that really made me sort of lose my mind. Like, obviously, I remember, I remember the you know the first time I saw the Rathgate incident. Like you say, um, I, I mean, just that that moment that I always point to is that first time I logged in because I vividly remember it. Yeah, the music. And, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. By the way, that episode you did with the when we went back to episode ninety three to listen to the music guy. Yep. Oh, I forget his name. I'm so sorry. Chimley. Chimley. No, it's all good. Yeah, that was that was Chimley. He's a legend. Oh man, what I never thought of the music like that. I never did, and it's even better now for listening to that. I, it's like you say. It's still to this day probably my favorite episode that I've done. And actually, I mean, I, I might one up it uh, myself because I, I might find a new personal number one because I just sat down with him the other day. Um, I chased him down and we did it all again for TBC and we sat down for three. I think I, that was a one hour talk that the episode number 93, I got him talking yeah. about the TBC soundtrack and we went for three hours. Um, and oh, wow. it, it was an epic talk and I've got got about 50 hours worth of editing to do um, on it. And it's yeah. going to be a lot of fun when, when I eventually get around to publishing that one. I'm excited. I'm very, that just, 
Now, this isn't a let's all hail Josh here, but I, I really do respect the time and effort you put into to what you guys do over at Countdown to Classic. And and, and I've even listened to some cinephiles. You guys are oh, I mean, I, I appreciate that. But I mean, the the thing about Countdown and, and it's it's something I've I've definitely felt more of, um, you know, as time goes by, as more and more people get involved and as the community grows, like my show is is absolutely nothing without the guests that, that put their hands up to come on. And, and I can't stress this enough. Like people go, oh, you know, Josh, you, you run a good podcast. And, and thankfully, I can somewhat manage, you know, hitting a record button and talking, you know, off the top of my head and, and publishing something. And that's all well and good. But I still need content at the end of the day. And people won't listen if you don't have good content. And for whatever bloody reason, I have been so lucky to have the most intelligent, well-spoken, fun, easygoing, nice people regularly say that they want to come on my show and not just appear for 20 minutes, but like I say, they'll they'll actually agree to sit down with me for two, three hours, four hours at yeah. a time and just dump all this gold on, on the listeners. And you know, it's it's so unfair almost that I'm the one that people say, thank you, Josh, thank you for that episode. And I'm like, you know, the community should be patting themselves on the back because it's it's that's all I ever really wanted to do with Countdown. And thankfully, it's, it's, it's exactly what it's become is community radio. You know, it, it's talkback radio where where people can get involved. And, and I always thought that was something that podcasting was missing. Because there are so many people out there who probably think, oh, I'd love to do a podcast, and then they never do one. Well, what if the podcast brought that to you, and and we drove up to your front doorstep and said, you don't have to do anything, you know, come and be on a podcast and talk to people. And it, funnily enough, people really do jump at the opportunity. So I'm I'm just so so lucky to 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 have people doing that for me and for the community. Wonderful. Yeah. And this is a show about the community and it's good stuff and bad stuff. So yeah, it's nice to kind of touch on that. Um, so what, what would you say has been your best experience in the wild community? Uh, it's, it's definitely been like, I, I was, I would barely call myself a member of the wild community in the vanilla days. Um, I, and, and there's still a small element um, of this person in me today, which would probably be a bit shocking for people to hear. I, I really am. I've talked about this on the show before. I really am a bit of a lone ranger on the internet. I don't, as friendly as I am and as much as I love to talk to people and I'm very, very social social in real life, online I'm a very reserved lurker type. Um, I don't really make friends online usually. Um, I, I just sort of sit back and read and watch and all that stuff and I don't really engage much. However, obviously that's all taken a bit of a turn with Countdown to Classic, but um, sure. I really have enjoyed just seeing this community grow and I guess it, you've got, you know, sort of my community and, and then the WoW Classic community and it's so funny because I play on this server, you know, I play on Aragul, the, the mega server, the oceanic mega server that has all the people from... Um, you know, Australia, New Zealand, Southeast Asia on the one server, and there's bloody fifteen to twenty thousand of us, and it's out of control, right? Wow. Um, 
and yeah, with, the tune over there, I didn't realize it was that big. Yeah, it's. I mean, don't get me wrong; it's probably come down now that we're in the middle of phase six and in a bit of a, a content lull. Um, but you know, yeah. in its heyday, it absolutely had that many. Um, you know, it's probably got. It's got to have ten thousand now. But anyway, um, with the great numbers, you know, as I say, with great power comes great responsibility. With with great <laughs> server numbers comes great toxicity. Um, and it is unfortunately one of the more toxic servers out there, just in terms of not necessarily that you'll see like horrible racial stuff in in world chat or anything like that. Not that's not what I'm talking about. Just more the general attitude of people. There's so many negative assholes, and everyone wants to just you know shit on everyone else. And it's it's just like you've got to have pretty thick skin if you know what I mean. Um, sure. So whilst I haven't really had a great community moment on my server. It's been all the people that I've, I've dealt with, you know, outside of the game kind of that I've had all these positive interactions with. And it's this amazing community that all these people I've met who are so positive and so nice and so knowledgeable about the game. That's the thing that's really taken me aback is how many people actually know this game inside and out. And it's really, really fun to hang out with them. And, and that's just something I've gotten a really big kick out of. Awesome. Now, the knowledge part, too. I, you know, I don't know. I can pull off a lot of, like, when you guys do your class calls, I don't know how much of the Paladin stuff I can actually pull off in practice, but I know about it now because of you guys and yeah. your show, right? <laughs> yeah. There, it, look, it blows me away every every time I record something. Someone says a bunch of things. I'm just like, God, this person really knows their stuff. Brain stuff right yeah, there. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> so... Uh, I would, I suppose you kind of touched on the worst, worst part of the wall community on Aragal. Um, so how do you deal with the, that, do you just ignore it? Uh, I mean, do you have advice for people that might, would you move servers? What would you do, Josh? I, I thought about moving servers, but like I sort of foreshadowed earlier as well, there is a small, you know, I don't want people to think that, Look, I'm I'm a nice guy. It's not I'm not faking who I am on my show. I don't want people to think that. But there is, I think it's it's fair to say about all people who are in the media, whether it's your podcast host or a YouTuber or whatever it might be. Whilst you can be yourself, of course, people aren't going to see the whole you when you're you know when when you're on, if you know what I mean. Um, sure. And and I've already mentioned that there is a very very small sliver of me that does turn into, you know, kicks over a can and has a cry when something doesn't go my way in game and, and you know, has a bit of a, a, a hissy fit. And, you know, fuck you, man. You know, you, you're a fucking idiot. You can't play for shit. You know, try and fight me again, you bastard. You know, all, all that stuff that we turn into children. There is a small part of me that comes out every now and again when I'm playing the game that um, I think, honestly, a, a part of it is... Uh, a be, you know, if you don't take it to ridiculously toxic levels, that that sort of fighter mentality or, or dipshit mentality at times can be a godsend if you want to wade through the waters of a toxic server because you might not be as easily offended as other people. Um, 
Now, like I say, I'm not talking about putting up with uh, horrible racism or sexism or anything like that. If I hear any of that, I want no part of it. I'll, I'll tell someone to stop being a dickhead and, and you know, that I want nothing to do with them if that's how they're going to be. Um, and, and I really mean it when I say personally, I haven't seen a lot of that on my server. It's more just um, gamers being children than gamers being horrible people, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Um, but I, I would say that, you know, the, the thing I've noticed is and again along the lines of just just bad in-game behavior in terms of the world of Warcraft um you know I, I like to call out people and and we live in a weird environment where I'll give you some examples um I've said recently that I think don't get me wrong this doesn't mean every mage but mages are the dickheads of WoW Classic they really are and and they've absolutely grabbed that mantle from rogues i you know i think everyone thought rogues in vanilla were dickheads um i think it's now the mages because there's there's so so many of them they all rolled mages to do the gold farming and the boosting and all that stuff and that's great play the game how you want to play it but unfortunately i think their attitudes a lot of the times are pretty crappy and um i have run too many pugs um when you're trying to gear up a character an, an alt through molten core or through bwl whatever it might be and you regularly see mages who are geared to the teeth rolling on stuff that they don't need because they probably want to disenchant it um, or, or vendor it or just something stupid. They just yeah. want to dick someone over. Um, and they know they know what they're doing. It is not a mistake. It is not a misclick. It's none of this stuff, right? They absolutely know what they're doing. Um, and, and I call it out. Hey, Player X, couldn't help but notice you rolled on that when you're wearing this. I've got a funny feeling that you know what you're wearing is better. What gives? And then you always get, you know, a, a, a reply of like, oh, <laughs> just trying to complete a set, bro. You know how it goes or something. You know, they're, they're laughing and they're talking tongue in cheek and you know it's all a big meme. But I, I don't appreciate that. And I call them out and, and I'm the guy going like, don't fucking do it again. You know, that's that's low. You're you're quite frankly, you're a piece of shit. You know, don't do well, something. And you like gotta that. be the change you want too, right? So when you see shit like that, you gotta step on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But but the, here's the funny thing about that, mate, because we live in a weird age where whether it's just, you know, a, a generational thing or um maybe it's always been this way and I missed it, but generally people will turn against the person who did nothing wrong but spoke up. So, like, you'll get, you'll now get called the dickhead for ruining the vibe of the raid. Hey, man, we're just trying to chill out here on a fucking Friday night. Why you got to be like that? Just let the man roll. Just let him play. Jeez, man. Why you got to be an asshole? And it happens all the time. And I'm like, oh, my God. So now it's like, yeah, now you can't even call out shitty behavior because you're the shithead for calling out the shittiness. And it just oh, it man. boggles my mind that that's where we're at now in 2021 with MMOs. But, hey, whatever. Yeah, so that's – Would I, you say – oh, I'm sorry, Josh. No, no, you go, you go, you go. I was just going to ask, do you think it's the toxicity stems – um, well, I shouldn't, I shouldn't say stems, but do you think it's worse on PvP servers than it is on PvE? Oh, a thousand percent. And I think yeah. most people, and I don't say that as someone who hasn't played on a PvE server. I've got characters on a PvE server and the the equivalent, the PvE equivalent of this PvP server in the Oceanic region um, is this server called Remulos. 
And Remulos is now, don't get me wrong, obviously it's got a much smaller population, but it is this shining, beautiful baby of a server where everyone, like the golden arches of heaven you're walking through and everyone, you know, gives you a beer when you arrive and says, mate, we're so happy to have you here. Come and have a, come and run a dungeon with us. You know, we'd love to play with you anytime. They're so nice and so like over the top nice. You're like, oh my God, like really? Okay. Um, it's night and day. It's absolutely night and day. So that's been my personal experience of PVE versus PVP servers. And I don't think necessarily I'd, I have to be a rocket scientist to say that this is probably reflective of how it might be worldwide. That yes, generally the kind of personas, the kind of um, characters that are drawn to PVP servers. And don't get me wrong, guys, I'm one of them because I have that competitive streak in me as well. Um, but if you are someone who leans that way, that wants to fight against your peers on a PvP server, which is great fun, you're more likely maybe to accumulate people that also have that mean streak in them that can turn toxic when things don't go their way. Or even when things are going their way, they're just there to watch the world burn. They just want to fucking uh, be dicks to people. And, you know, that's how they play the game. And I guess that's just what we sign up for when we play MMOs. It's no different to being out there in the real world. You're going to bump into dicks. And sometimes, unfortunately, you've got to, you got to eat it. Yeah. One thing I did kind of gloss over, I haven't asked you yet. What, what started you on your podcast on your show? What started your podcast journey as it were? So I, um, I started the show about, I want to say, three months after Classic was announced. Um, and the reason being was uh, another WoW Classic podcast had launched in January. Um, they did like two episodes and I, I listened to it and I was just like, you know what? This is this is just missing something for me personally. I was like, I love that there's Classic podcasts and, and there was another one, actually. There was another one that not many people listened to that was fantastic. A, a, a single guy just did, like, a class summary, a 30- or 40-minute episode of just a monologue of him doing a class summary of all the classes in Classic, and he released this in, like, December of 2017. And I, I loved it. I thought it was brilliant. Um, but, I, again, I just thought it's, it's, just, it's just missing a little something. You know, je ne sais quoi, I can't quite put my finger on. And I was like, "It, how good would it be if we could mix things up with podcasts and get, you know, basically talkback radio? You know, I, I don't even listen to talkback radio, but I've always been in love with the concept of it, how anyone driving along in their car can call up this number and talk to a relatively famous jock and uh, disc jockey and, and get on the radio for tens of thousands of people hearing their opinion and, and weighing in on a big social issue. I always thought that was really cool. So I yeah. thought, why don't we do that with podcasting? Why can't that be the case with video games and World of Warcraft? Like, there's, I, I don't doubt there's a lot of people out there who maybe don't want to run a show, but would love to call in for a little bit and just tell the world what they think and get something off their shoulders. Um and combined with the fact that I far from had the wherewithal and knowledge to talk about WoW at any kind of reasonable level. So I thought, how can I do... I, I think I'll be a decent host, but I don't know anything about the game. 
how can I make this work? And I just I just went community radio. And uh, thankfully, I was maybe right place, right time. It just took off straight away. It was it was pretty cool. I was in a little bit late on it, but I, I binged it, and then I was waiting for the next episode, waiting for the next episode, mm. waiting for that. was one of those guys. No, there was, and there were plenty of yeah, you. You uh, know, the, the show did really well, and I'm I'm very very grateful for it. Okay, so now, uh, what does the community in Wild mean to you? That, whether it's the one you built, uh, the one you're you're part of, you know, whatever. Everything, and and I say that with no hyperbole. Everything it means everything to me. Um, I, I'm getting older, mate, and, and I've reached a, a, a transition period in my life where, um, you know, I have settled down. I found an amazing wife relatively, you know, relatively recently, we've only been together for three years. Pretty much. I met my wife like three months after I started the podcast and I've settled down. I'm getting older. I'm 38 years old. You know, the party days are behind me. Um, and I'm just making that switch now to, you know, lovely, quiet, domestic life. And, and I love it. I absolutely adore it. And in doing so, because I do go out less now, and, and obviously with everything happening with COVID, that has, um, you know, uh, affected the situation as well. Not that I'm complaining about not being able to socialize. That doesn't bother me. But everyone's been restricted and, and there's far more serious things going on with COVID, obviously. But um, my life has changed. I don't go out and, and do as much stuff anymore. And so... Being able to interact with people via the podcast and via the WOW community has has meant the world to me. And, and I've met the most amazing people, made such as yourself, you know, people who just want to reach out and have a chat and have a beer and and share the things in common that we have. Um, there's been so many amazing positive interactions in terms of helping people out when they're feeling down or... Um, you know, meeting friends in real life that I've made through the show at BlizzCon and everything. It's, it's changed my life in the most incredible way. And it's funny because I, I played video games my whole life, my whole life. I've, I've, you know, picked up my first Nintendo Entertainment System when I was six years old and never looked back. But I actually don't think I was a gamer, if you know what I mean, until... I started World of Warcraft Classic in this podcast because now I really know what it means to get involved, to get invested, and to make friends online and to just make incredible connections. And and that's basically the effect that this thing has had on me. That's that's terrific. Yeah, you know, I never really thought of that, but since you said that, I've been a gamer since you know as long as it was. It wasn't sunny and nice out. I was out with the football or basketball. But if it was raining, man, I had my Atari Twenty Six Hundred and Missile Command yeah. and, and the Nintendo. Mm. But nothing ever yeah, until well, I guess I shouldn't say that because I did get pretty deep. We'd have we'd have pretty good parties playing Grand Theft Auto. Yeah, <laughs> you know, before WoW. But but since WoW, I've not. I've not touched my PlayStation or... <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I'm the same. I barely touch my consoles now, which is such a shame. I really need to find the time for that. But, like, I'm not, I'm not saying that, obviously, you know, it's not that if you don't play certain games, you're not a gamer or, like, you have to play a requisite amount of hours to be a gamer. That's not what I mean. It's just, like, I personally, even though I could talk the talk and walk the walk... I, and, and I called, and I obviously I, I was a gamer because I was playing video games my whole life. That is what if you play a game, you are a gamer. 
But it's almost like I feel yeah. I didn't know the handshake until recently, if you know what I mean. The secret handshake. Oh, sure. Yeah. Mm, that's good. Anyway, <laughs> so what are you most excited about with the Burning Crusade coming? Um, I'm probably most excited about the lens through which I'm going to be viewing TBC, which is one that's now getting slightly more hardcore. Um, I've been the king of the casuals through through classic. I am, like I said, Captain Average, running around like a babe in the woods without a care in the world and just leveling all these characters. And, you know, I've got 660s and, oh, isn't this fun? And I've done all this stuff and I've got a tiny bit of gold and, and I've just done whatever, wherever the winds took me, I did in classic. But now that I've gotten this taste for raiding and I've kind of gotten a bit more of a taste of what it means to be hardcore in this game, um, I'm really looking forward to TBC pushing me and my skill. Like I want to get better is what I want out of TBC. And I think I now have the wherewithal to do that. Um, I have changed to a warlock. Uh, a lot of people just rolled their eyes when they heard that because they, they think <laughs> meta, meta chaser and everything. But look, if I can somewhat explain it away, Warlock, Hunter, and Shadow Priest are the three classes I've I've been interested in with uh, for Classic. Um, I said before launch, Warlock, Hunter, Shadow Priest, that's what I want to play. And that's what I played through Classic. I played all three, equal time, had a ball. But now I, I kind of want to focus on one of them for TBC. You know, TBC isn't necessarily a very alt-friendly expansion. So I had the most fun in Classic on my warlock does it help that they absolutely pump in tbc of course it does but i didn't know that when i rolled my character um sure. and, and that's the that's the honest truth but like um i i will happily ride the meta all the way to big numbers you know that that's fantastic and that'll be a lot of fun but the warlock class is is kind of been what i've been looking for that i'd never tried up until classic and i'm like yeah this is I really get into the class. I've always, and and my wife know this. I've always, I've always gravitated towards this kind of dark, undead kind of uh, class fantasy of like, um, you know, the the concept of enslaving demons and uh, the even though they they it's we don't have a necromancer in the game. I sort of think that the warlock is the closest thing to one at times. Even though we get death knights later on, we don't have them here. Sure. Um, it just speaks to me in in terms of um, the the gothic horror that I always uh, really enjoy. So, the you know hurling shadow bolts at something and trying to get master my rotation with throwing in that zero that searing pain and shadow burn at the end and uh, learning how to juggle your uh, your life taps at times and things like that. Um, it's just really really been fun. And so I'll main a warlock, and that's what I'm really excited about, is just being the best warlock I can be and finally playing some arena and trying to do well. Awesome. Yeah, arena scares me a little bit. We did quite a bit of it when it, when TBC launched originally, and mm. not very good at it, but it sure was fun to do it with your game, you know? Yeah. Just take it for what it is, you know? A lot of times I'm going to get whooped. I'm a holy pally. I can't run around. I got to stand and, <laughs> and cast, right? Um, it's one of those things actually with, uh, um, I'm also playing a, uh, a shadow priest. If anyone knows that I've got a shadow priest as well, I'll, I'll keep my shadow priest too, but it will be an alt. But, um, yeah, it's, it's tough when you've got all these characters and you kind of, you might have to start 
prioritizing for TPC. <laughs> yes, for sure. Certain things, things change and it's going to be fun. It's going to be, I envision very busy um, um, starting areas in TPC. Yeah. I think it's got quite a bit of hype building behind it. So Josh, I really want to thank you for your time today. You've been an absolute prince. Thank you for, I should just say it. Thank you for recording for me. No, no, it's all good, mate. Yeah, As I man. said, I, I, oh God, trust me. I feel you with the pains of technology and recording for podcasts. It's, it's happened to me before, mate. So no embarrassment. Don't feel embarrassed at all. I might get the yardstick across my knuckles from them, but we'll we'll get it it figured out. But I do really appreciate your time, Josh. And I hope, you know, we should be, we should maybe talk again in the future after TBC's rolling for a while and see what we both think of it. What do you think of that? Yeah, mate, more than happy. Anytime, mate, anytime. Awesome. Thanks, man.